on this episode of Quantum Week, January 27th through February 2nd, 2002. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year. We talk about movies and music and headlines and uh, stories. We are in um, late January 2002 with Black Hawk Down and Always on Time by Ja Rule. Right. Hello, patrons. Yeah, so patrons, thank you so much, of course. Uh, so you had a busy week. I had a busy week. So uh, uh, did you have fun doing Jerry's show? I did. Uh, Jerry's a trip. It's another situation where i'm on air with someone i listen to on the radio and it's so bizarre so crazy uh but jerry is super nice he was super i I think i mean obviously you know i was i was kind of helping out like you know i didn't have to do it so i'm sure i knew he appreciated it but still he's he's just such a nice every time i've talked to him super nice guy listen to the show thought that so uh, bizarre chris is good that was the craziest (laughs) moment of my week it's very strange (laughs) so surreal i although sadly i've become garfunkel my own fucking show (laughs) you're slumming it here during between the kirk manhattan show and jerry show and i guess the show with me it's uh i know what happened i I, i'm sorry i don't i've got skills i I don't know i don't know that's not you don't think so (laughs) (laughs) it's all right he goes no and no it's fine it's fine i'm 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 I'm, 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 i'm you know, but I would say good things about you. Around your coattails, it's fine. What? It's fine. It's fine. No, I'm good with it. It's good. I'm not going to get bitter at all about this. <laughs> I no, can tell. I'm sure, I, can I'm tell. sure I won't get shitty at all about this. Uh, the funny tweet was, uh, "Oh, uh, it was a full Matt day in the car. A Matt day of content in the car today. I went, you know, Quantum Week on my way in, and Jack yes. Allen's on the way out, and it Matt's with the most two most bizarre voices in radio. It's like that's pretty. I, I want to do a show just with Jerry. <laughs> That would be ridiculous. So crazy. (laughs) I'm not producing that show, by the way. (laughs) This is trash. Chris is good. (laughs) What is happening? People's ears would just be explode. Yeah, Um, but it's fun. Yeah, no, I'm really uh, happy for your success. Whatever. (laughs) I'm I'm not, but it's fine. Uh, I'll be fine, guys. Don't worry. If you listen to this, don't worry. I'll be all right. I'll figure Uh, something out. Throw Chris a like on Twitter. Do a show with somebody else who would become. Yeah, it was good insanely more successful than me as well this is just gonna be my life that's fine it's fun it's fun to see people um become successful that's it's fun it's not at all destroying my insides. we've come a long way though haven't we are uh, you have I'm, I'm doing <laughs> I'm, I'm doing podcasts with these random guys with mustaches it, it, well how was that it, it, yeah it was fine. No, he's a he's a he's a good kid. It was it was fine. Of course, I'm always happy to to do stuff like that. But it, but it's just like it was just like oh oh my god! Like every everyone around me is becoming more and more successful, and I'm you know uh, doing sim baseball or just like odd hours. <laughs> just like it's like what's happening? How is this? How am I the last one? I feel like I'm like the guy still in college. Everyone's graduated. You're just kind of like putting around. You're yeah. like all right, so. Go talk to the freshman again. I don't know what to do. I, I don't know. It, no, it's good. I'm happy. I'm happy for everyone. This is great. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So should we do Blackhawk down? Uh, Anything else we have? We have to I, I, no, oh, I, we're back next week with, oh, Jeff and do. Yes. Probably. We think yeah. he said he hasn't said otherwise. Yeah. He, he said he'd be there. Yeah. We think he will. We're always nervous though. Like, every time we do this show, we're like with the guests, like, because it's like, you know, it's just out of your control. So like, yes. ah, how you know, and he actually was been very enthusiastic uh but like you're always like you're up until if you see their face on Streamyard, you're kind of nervous you just never know like, right. i don't know like just because it's like oh, you know if they, if they don't do it it's like all right we already 
we kind of have to do the show anyway because now we've watched the movie yes. Matt's pulled the clips of the song so like, yeah. we're gonna go ahead with it no matter what but so it's like all right i guess we're not gonna do it this <laughs> guess. but luckily it's never happened to us knock no on, it hasn't knock on no wood here. everybody's but been like, great yes and i'm sure jeff will be yeah jeff, he will jeff's be. actually been great but on, you just never on social know. media yeah. and stuff and right. it, but like yeah i just right so it's always been a, a little bit of a but uh assuming he'll be there which i'm sure he will be we'll do uh uh, Bronx Tale, right? And we're back uh, with you guys, uh, Demolition Man. Which actually we're gonna tape out of order. So you guys, we're gonna tape. We're taping this on Friday. Like uh, we oh, we sometimes tape we on do. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we're taping Demolition Man um, like a week ahead of time on uh, Sunday, right? Right, a couple days uh, because Matt's going away in a couple of weeks. So we're trying yeah. to trying to do this whole like kind of cr- once again cramming a bunch of shows in. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, so we're gonna tape. So if, yeah, so if something crazy happens during the. Jeff, the new episode. We don't Maybe talk about it. Maybe Demolition Man Saturday? <laughs> well, no, you, well, you won't know. Like, we, don't, oh, we, we won't, won't be able to like talk right. about it. We, oh, we, oh, good You know point. what I mean? We'll be out of order. Right. right. So, yeah, that's weird doing it that way. It is weird. Yeah. Not ideal, but it's just going to, it is, is what it is. Yeah. Um, should be fun. Those are, those, those will be fun shows. Black Hawk Down? Let's do it. Um, so this is a Ridley Scott film, and I think the more that I watch Ridley Scott movies, the less I like him. Which yeah, is really too. shitty. I know. Because I really have all like when as a kid I really liked him. I had a higher um I had him in higher esteem. Yeah. Before we did Quantum. Yeah, we Week. were putting him there was a level, uh who did Scarface? It was um De Palma. De Palma. We kinda had them in the same level, I thought. Yeah, I yeah, well the only thing De Palma's on Untouchables, which is such a great movie. Yeah, that's for a good me. Point. Like, that's like a really Yeah, so what's But Ridley no, but Scott's other than, if you take Untouchables out of it. Well, De Palma has done a few really good movies, but like if you take the if you take um, Untouchables out of it, though, then it's like all right, well, maybe they do have more of a comp. Sure, you know, at least in movies that I enjoy. Because I now, love I love Alien, but it's not it's not Untouchables. Like it's not no. you know what I mean. If that's and his I love the Martian as well. That's a great also one too. Not un, not it's Untouchables not. level. No, right? it's not. So it's like uh, so nothing quite. And De Palma is his own kind of like I think De Palma is also like a much more talented director than he has a, Scott he is. definitely because he just has he'll go for visual. It. they're cold in movies whatever but like yeah but really scott we've done a few we, we you know i figure we've done dumb movies Louise. um a gladiator uh uh the one we, we did we last did, week i'm uh, sorry um uh oh uh blade runner of course oh blade runner i know it's last week to you guys or whatever too but it was like it was like a month, was like ago, a month ago, ago right uh right blade runner right so we've done a few and now these. black hawk down and gladiator was nowhere near as good as i'd hoped um, I had not really seen it before, so it was my first time really seeing it, and I did not really like it. No. Uh, uh, Bill Louise I hadn't seen in a long time. It was okay, but not... Not good. No. A lot of stuff was out of place. It was weird. Harvey Keitel's character was weird. And I don't like Blade Runner at all. I mean, you, you like it, but you said you didn't like it as much as you did before. Yeah, I give it a B plus. I think right. it's. I think there's a lot of good elements to it, but the story's not... I mean, there's, there's, there's problems. And now we have Blade Runner, which I'm going to give a C plus to. And not I'm, Blade Runner, Black Rock Lockdown. I'm Black Rock Down, so I'm going to give a C plus to. Okay, I'm a little bit... And I'm not gentler. going to recommend it. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's a very it's on the fence. But I so I give it a B, and I am going to recommend it. But the, the pro- <sighs> there's a lot of problems. I'm on the fence. I'm, I want I I'll say this about it. I've never had I've never seen a movie recently that made me feel as many things as this did that I didn't um, that I'm not going to recommend. Like yeah. I, I I there were some real moments in here where I really cared. Yes, and then other things I it was just the it was just. Uh, it was just kind of confusing at times, especially that like first, the end of the first act, beginning of the second act. 
when they're just there and it's like 8,000 guys and we're just like shooting for half an hour. I'm like, what are we watching? Yeah, so the screen, the, I guess in the original book there was something like 80 characters, right? But they, and they pared it down to something like 39. And this was the thing. Same thing, still, remember? They had 37, they right. 12, but we said it should have been less. It's, it's too hard to it's follow hard, everybody yeah. because you have di- different factions. You've got Rangers factions, you have the Delta faction, and even you have an air the, support faction, you've got uh, the people back, you know, with uh, Sam Elliott's character. And they completely ignore, not Sam, uh, Sam Shepard. Sam Shepard, And they completely yeah. ignore the Somalis. <laughs> I know, I know. So I read kind of, interviews that they were just props. I'm like, it's hard to argue that. That is, yeah, I mean, they didn't use real Somali actors. Um, they didn't, even the language that they were speaking was not correct. I don't know if it was gibberish, but it wasn't, uh, I don't know if it's Somali is the is the right language or what, what the dialect I is, but, I, I, but I, they I, didn't actually use the language. I can't pretend to understand any of that, but I would say that there there's no, there's no, they are props. They're, they're, they're ba- they could be zombies. It, this could have been, it really could have been, this could have been, uh, what's the, what's the Will Smith, uh, yeah. I am legend. I know. And that's kind of weird. It's, when you say that, what you're basically saying is they took the humanity out of an entire yep. race of people that, that is fighting in this. And um, it, this movie obviously would never be made today uh, for a number of reasons. A, there's no woman uh, in the cast. And then B, uh, the fact that the Somalians were treated, like Matt said, just completely just, in- inhumanely. I mean, just like they were yeah. just, there's no... You're, you're right. There might as well have been a monster movie. And so, and I think what... I don't know, but I would guess from Rid- Ridley Scott would say I wanted to actually make a movie that question that shows the shows the futility of war, but you can't do that and not give us empathy for the other side. East Eastwood, I have not seen it yet, but Eastwood tackled this brilliantly when he did, and I don't really love the movie, but Flags of Our Fathers, which is a movie I don't really like, I haven't seen it. It's okay. It's not. It's not very good, in my opinion. It's fine. It's all right. It's not great. But he also did the latest from Iwo Jima yeah. uh, the same year. And um, that was a much more well-regarded movie. I have not seen it. Haven't but seen it. I think it's really it's a really creative and interesting spin on it. It's like, all right, look, we're going to show both, you know, points of view from both sides. So it does show the humanity. That shows more, you know, the, like you said, the futility or the, yeah. the horrible. You need to empathize with the levels with, of yeah. war when you right. see it from both ends as yeah. opposed to, right. It's just like, you know, at times it almost felt like a video game. It really did. And and at times it didn't though. At times it showed it. There's one thing in particular. Actually, I'm going to carry me for quite a while. Yeah. And it was a small, it was a one shot. But I'm sure it's Ridley Scott's idea. You can you can see the screenplay isn't very good, but Ridley it's Scott not. actually had some really good moments in there. Yeah. I'm sure he did. They're typing in uh, Blackburn, played by Orlando Bloom, and they're just simply typing in his age. And it's simply just a computer screen that says age, and it writes 18. Yeah. And for some reason, not I mean obviously the reason is, but like that really hit me. Oh yeah. And I saw this movie in the movie theaters when I was 21. Uh, did you see in the theaters? I can't remember. I might have, or just right after. Yeah, or I was 21, 22, I guess, when I saw it. But like, you know, obviously I had no, um, you know, I was 22 and 18, same thing, but I'm yep. 41 now. And you see that and it's just like, and I, I mean, we're, we can get into some of the politics about war and, and if you want to, about, you know, about our feelings about some of that. Because I think you, I don't think you can avoid it and talk about it. Because that's what no. I was feeling watching this. Right. But I was like, oh my God, like 18, like I was just thinking, my God, five years earlier, this kid's a 13, 18 is so young. It's, it's, and we send these kids to, to to be shot at and it's not even their war. And the whole, and, I, and it's, I, there was way too many shots of Sam Shepard looking stern. Yeah. But it's just like, no, that was like, I know Sam Shepard's falling order, that character's falling orders too, but it's, it's that guy's war. It's not it their is. war. No, it's not. They're just like, they're just, they're just I mean, like pawns. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're very definitely across the board. Exactly. And it's just like, yep. it's just, and I don't know if, you know, as, as simple as it is, but just seeing the text of one eight 
showed the cruelty of war to me on like such a level. And then there were a number of other elements in this movie that showed it really well too. And I think those are all Ridley Scott decisions, which are, which are really clever and really, and really great way to show it. Yeah. But you're right. Then there's other parts where the script is so bad. The, okay. The parts where you're supposed to have an emotional trigger happen. The, um, what's this, uh, the, what's the main characters, uh, Josh Hartnett's character, his friend dies. Like they've, they've been trying to save his yeah. life and he's talking to him as he's dying. Yeah. And I, I thought it was shitty. And then yeah. after he dies, it's shitty. Like he it was okay. It, it wasn't good. It wasn't well acted. The the um, Other Hart was okay in this. I didn't think he I was don't very think he's good. a very good actor. He's not. But I think he's. I think he was. I think he was good in this. I had. I had less problems with the acting than maybe you did. <sighs> I had a lot of problems with even you and McGregor. I had a well, bunch. That, that character is a mess. I oh, think. I think a, I know why. It's. Oh okay. Well, wait, let's go with the harder. Okay. So and there are other parts too where 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 um, it's you know I can't remember what the speech was, but and I don't think it was Hartnett. It was someone else who was, was like Ban at the end. Um, which, which that one was bad too. That is bad. But there's another one where I can't remember who it was who's saying like, no, it's about your brothers. It's about the men that you go to war with, and it's like so cheesy mm. bullshit. Maybe it was Harden at the end. He might. Maybe the very, that. very, very end. He, he has kind of a that. heart. He's talking to a corpse. Yeah, but he has kind of his heartfelt yeah. dialogue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, those were written by Eric Roth, I believe. Um, so this screenplay has gone through a number of machinations. <sighs> it was written by Ken, uh, who got the credit on it. It was a single credit, which is interesting um let me find his name oh it was a burns wasn't it oh no Uh, it wasn't burns no um it was ken so i want to make sure get his name he's not someone that's done a lot of film um uh he did the fifth transformers movie oddly enough Uh, ken nolan oh nolan Nolan, Nolan. um so uh no relation to christopher uh, or or that family that that does some you know i know christopher nolan's wife and his brother does stuff but it's not it's ken nolan's uh you can really standalone nolan Right, standalone. And it came. It was off off of a book, like Matt said earlier. And he took it, and he did this screenplay, and then it got a number of rewrites. We did a bunch of people got involved, including Eric Roth, who's written, of course, uh, Forrest Gump, a number of things. Sure. Um. And uh. So, uh. But at the end of the day, because Nolan was on set the entire time, and he kept kind of like finicking the revisions that were done, Ugh. he got the sole credit. Okay. But anytime you have, there's at least four writers that could have been credited here. That's usually a sign of a problem. Uh, piece of shit. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was the issue I think there. And that's why some of it doesn't quite feel right. Or some of it feels disjointed. For instance, there's a whole, there's two scenes that I, I'm like, Oh my God, I wish this was just the movie. The helicopter stuff with Ron Eldred. Oh my He's God. The yeah. pilot yeah. that gets, uh, uh, he gets kidnapped. But of course, you don't even find he doesn't get resolved except for the very end. You see like title credits, <laughs> yeah, thanks, which is like a mess. Like because it was, I think Ron Eldred is a fantastic actor. He that is, is very good. One of those super guys, super likable, and just off the charts talented. He was yes. in Sweepers, of course. We yep. talked about that. He was one of the the kids that uh, shot Kevin Bacon's character. Yep, and uh, he's he's been very good in number. He was in a sitcom called Men Behaving Badly. He's he's Isn't done a lot of really interesting stuff in the late nineties, early two yeah. thousands um and he's one of those guys who's never quite worked didn't quite work quit, maybe he's not quite good looking enough i don't know it could have been some choices i the men be having bad thing i think painted him poorly because the cast had a mutiny against the showrunner oh interesting and uh, uh justine bateman rob schneider they had a kind of a mutiny against the showrunner i forget who it was i'm sorry but uh and that kind of painted them as difficult mm. but i don't think that really was the case but he did er too right he did er and he was dating uh juliana margulies for a while um and uh she kind of got him that job uh but he was good in it he, he's, he i like him a good that. actor i think yeah. if it's one of those guys we talked about it before if you press Reese, if you do like 10 simulations of his career i think three out of those 10 times he's a big star yeah 
Uh, uh, you're right. Maybe he's not quite good looking enough, but he could easily be a character actor Absolutely. doing a number of things. And he's he's incredible. Anything that in this. Spacey did, he could he could have probably like something like that 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 uh, that level. Yeah, or, like Ke- not, or even like a Kevin Bacony type, even Kevin uh, role. You know, some of sure. those roles that Bacon or Bacon's yeah. great too. But some of those roles he could potentially. I think Spacey's a little old. But I agree, good actor, and yeah. he's good in this. And he's oh, so he's the best scene. This is when yeah. um his helicopter goes down. He's uh, he can't he can't really move. He's kind of he, his legs broken. His back's all fucked up and uh this was even in the trailer the two guys pop down to save him heroically and he's like where's the rescue team they go we're it yeah and uh they both uh they both die in horrific way and then they and then just watching eldred's face which is all ridley scott and eldred watching ridley scott's face as the mob doesn't see him yet but you know they're gonna see him he pulls out a picture of his wife and his kid he's looking at he's like oh you know just trying to get any sort of yeah yeah and he can't hide there's nowhere to hide his guns out of ammo and he you're just waiting for them to see him to catch a glimpse of him and when they do he knows he's potentially probably dead uh and they swarm him and it is horrifying it is it is the edge of my seat yeah unbelievable moment it's uh, impeccably done by scott yes and uh but then he gets kidnapped and they do show him in one scene being held hostage and the movie ends with no resolution except for a title they kind of give resolution and titles and title screens to end the movie that could have been his journey is a movie absolutely and the other thing that could have been a movie was uh the the two guys who get uh, separated from the crew oh i know and but one guy another, goes deaf that, and that's that's um that's who's Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, in his, of course, in his, in his film debut. I know, and he does quite well. They He's both do well. Really good. Yeah. And uh, the, the the one of the kid loses his hearing because of all the gun gunshots, and they're lost and they're alone. And it feels very 1917 a little it bit. Does. It's like yeah. you're in this you know town that's going to eat you alive. They can find you. You're kind of playing hide and seek with with a town. Yeah. And it is terrifying. Uh, so those scenes make you like, oh, I want more of this, or right. Scott's a genius. But then other things, I'm guessing some of the things you have problems with, <sighs> between some of the dialogue being clunky, and then just like half hour straight of just like people we don't know shooting people we don't know. It's like, all right. Yeah, it's really hard because it's not like they're all wearing different stuff. It's hard to keep everybody separate it's, here. It's really hard so in war movies. The only way you can group them kind of is when they're in their, their vehicles. So if they're in the convoy, you know who they are. If they're on foot, you know who they are. Or if they're in the air, you know who they are. But then once they all kind of come together and they're all holding this square and they're in different corners of the square, you're like, who the fuck are these people? Oh, I forgot that he's a, ran- a Hartnett's a ranger. Oh, I forgot he's a Delta. Like I didn't, you know. And we honestly are looking at it. Ridley Scott got lucky here and, and we got kind of lucky watching this in that people like, Tom Hardy, Josh Hartnett, yes. Eric Bana. These were not stars yet. Well, I get, I'm sorry, Hartnett was because Pearl Harbor came out. But I'm sorry, but Bana, this was his first American film. Yep. Tom Hardy. Yep. Uh, Orlando Bloom, this is his first American film, I believe. Yeah. But no, but I'm just saying. I, I know what you mean. But we you and rec- McGregor, you've got. But at least we can recognize their faces. Right. Where when, when I had seen this 20 years ago, I wouldn't have you known them. No. So, you know, at least, uh, you know, William Fechner, of course. Uh, yes. You know, some other people maybe you would have recognized back then, but um, other guys. Sizemore. Sizemore, of course, you would yes. recognize back then. So luckily you have sort of, uh, you know, like a, almost like a, um, a Rosetta Stone from people you kind of recognize. But um, it's still hard. It's st- even though you, I, you know, I could need, there were, actually this cast is stacked. There's 12 like legit Jonathan Isaacs. It is. Uh, this, this cast is stacked. It is Sorry, stacked. Jonathan Isaacs. Uh, what's the guy's not name? Just, uh, Jonathan Isaacs is a player in the Orlando Magic. Uh, it is uh, Jason Isaacs. Excuse me. I don't think Jonathan Isaacs. Is right. Uh, Jason Isaacs. Uh, but like, you know, but you, this cast is stacked. Uh, but even so, in the first, you know, end of the first act, second act, beginning, there are so many people, so many things happening. You don't recognize. There's more people you don't recognize than do. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, 
that was tough. The other hard part is, so the save, okay. The other hard part is the first 35 minutes is all of them kind of just hanging out around the base. And so I think the, I think the first five minutes are quite good. Five minutes are good, but why do we need 35 minutes and then an hour and a half straight of action? Think they're well. It's like a disaster movie. They're trying to show you the characters, trying to get you to like some of them, so you then you can kind of when you go on these rides, you have some sort of emotional this connection. Shit's too long, though. I agree. And also, the other problem is now you have so many characters, so, and and you also now so you're asking us to spend a half hour to learn who these people are. Okay, fine. You fine. know that's how movies. That's kind fine. of a formula. But then you spend the next half hour movie with people we've never met, seeing them get shot. Right. And then yes, it does eventually visit these people again at the end of the movie. Or, you know, whatever, end of the second act, the whole third act, were with those same people we saw when they were doing the expository stuff sure. in the beginning. But it's just like, all right, well, then, you know, it's very dis- very disjointed to go from people, all right, we're supposed to know these people. Oh, now we're not with them anymore. We're strangers. Oh, yeah. that stranger died. Yep. And uh, it, it just, it, it's just confusing and kind of boring. And, and it, but all, like, and it shouldn't be because, like, what these guys are going through is, is absolute hell. It's awful. Like, the war all this stuff is so terrible and it made me really, I'm very, you know, I'll just, I'm, yeah, very, both anti-war. I'm very anti-war. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have real answer. issues with going to other countries and being the world police. Yes. I don't think it's a good way to spend our, our money or our lives or, and I think it only creates bad blood and it's a big reason I believe 9-11 happened. And, oh, uh, this is, yeah, know, this in particular was definitely a, a domino towards that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and uh, right, because right, and you forget right in the border of Pakistan. <laughs> yes, and um, you know, so you have all all this shit happening, and uh, I have real issues with it. So uh, obviously, I don't feel the soldiers. I'm like, oh my god, this is hard. What's happening? It's not their their fault. Their fault. They're just yeah. doing a job, and they're doing a job I would never do. They're they're, they're heroes. Yeah. But the people in charge, you know, and then Clinton, you know, uh, pulls them out of this of Mogadishu two weeks later. It's like, all right, so it was never. So what's the point? It was never that important to begin with. Then yeah, I guess it was right. It? So exactly. we kill these kids. We put these kids, and even if you survive that, I'm sorry. I don't. If you're stronger, obviously these guys are you know stronger mentally than I could ever be. Because a thousand of those guys, uh, um, Somalians died, right? Oh yeah. And nine and nineteen Americans died. Yeah. So you know how many Americans killed ten people, fifteen people that day, and now need to go home to their wives and lead a normal life or whatever, and wouldn't be who wouldn't be haunted by that until no, the day they those that, guys die. that one day will define the rest of their life like it will oh stay God. with them forever how, how would you it, i it's mean crazy and you know and if you know i just i you see stuff like that and you're like what are we doing why are, are we, we bothering with this yeah. and i know that was some of ridley scott's intent unfortunately with the script not really making that clear and scott sometimes direction didn't really make it clear it's hard to know what to think when the movies are what the movie's trying to tell us i know what i think but it's hard they didn't really have a, a fully formed message no and he's trying it it feels like he's trying to get us to hate the other side because they're because they because they're just machines they're just they're just you know they're just non-human entities just because they don't it's it's they're putting themselves in harm way and not even caring they're just like running across the battlefield like shooting 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 it's it's not even it's like they didn't even care for their own lives so we we shouldn't even care for their own lives the way he shot it i thought was was really unfortunate i have a question for you yeah do you think this movie do you think ridley scott and this movie as a whole is saying that we should be the world police i think he's saying we shouldn't be that this was fruitless like being there, uh, but he didn't do a good okay, job. So, so let me have counter that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm on the fence. So I don't, I don't know. So my counter to that, to your point there is there's a line in the beginning of the movie mm. where he says, I couldn't go. I can sit at home and watch CNN and watch the, watch 300,000 people die. Yeah. Or I can go and fight and do something about it. 
that is that is not a line in a movie that is against us being world police. It's true. That's from Hardnett to the main character, basically. Yes, in this. right. Yeah. Who's right? Yeah. Who's, right. He is right. He's kind of the moral compass here. He's the more, too, absolutely is. Eric Bann is kind of like the the soldier we the heroic soldier you kind of respect, but he's not us. No, he's not. Eric Josh Hardnett is us. He's us. We're seeing it through his eyes. Yeah. With, so when he says that in that movie, in, in being a movie. So that tells me this is a, but then maybe the you're right. Side, but on the foot, and, and so is his uh, monologue at the end is also very pro. I, I believe it's like, oh, we do this. Well, they make it a point to say that Hartnett has uh, empathy for the Somalians too, because it's like these people are starving. Yes. They never have a chance, and they're just trying to they're 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 just trying to like fight to to gain their independence or whatever. But I think I maybe it's because Ridley's conflicted and he doesn't know how he wants to present it. But to do that. And then make animals out of Somali. Like that's 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 really shitty. I I also okay. So let's say this is let's say then it is a movie that is for us going being world police. I'm going to run counter that. Yeah. There's a shot in the movie where um uh, a, a kid has a a young guy a young soldier has a gun an American soldier excuse me has a gun and he's shooting and it's all of a sudden the sound drops out and he looks down and there's another guy's severed hand. Yeah. On, and it's really effectively done because I, I, I have no idea, of course, but I imagine that must be what it's like. It must be such a mind fuck to see something like that. Severed. That I limbs, wonder yeah. if it, everything, even though you are in the middle of hell, I wonder if it does like, like the records kind of skips. You're like, wait, what the fuck? I would imagine. And he takes the hand and instinctively puts it in his pocket. Yeah. And then goes back to shooting. And it's really a great, uh, a great 30 seconds. And it shows the horrors of war and it shows you like how horrible war is. So that shot to me tells me that Ridley Scott's against war. Right. And against the horrors that we're seeing. Yeah. So I don't know what this movie is saying. And if you tie this confusion, this confusing narrative, confusing message with the clunky script, with this movie coming out basically in wide release in January of 2002. Right after 9-11. What are we supposed to think? So I went back and I read a bunch of reviews because yeah. I was really curious what the, the mode was, in the, uh, the thought was in the time. Uh, Roger gives me four stars. Which seems crazy. Um, and he says in it that he thinks this movie is like, it's so funny to read that tone. It's a tone of someone that doesn't, that is in the past. Because he's saying that basically if we had intervened more, 9-11 wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And I, I'm not blaming Roger you for this at all because unless you were an adult in January 20, 2002, you don't know what it was like. And it was very confusing. I had some of those same thoughts. If not, maybe we should have done more. Maybe we shouldn't have left Iraq in uh, uh, what, uh, with yeah. George Bush, the elder. Yeah. Like maybe we should have stuck around. You, 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 one of these things, obviously we, in hindsight, we know a lot more. We know that we created this problem. And I don't want to say that exactly, but whatever we created, mm. we created a, let me, let me, let me create this. We created a situation where something like that could happen. Well, uh, I think we, people could do. I think we helped destabilize that region. Yes. I mean, it was we already a mess. Did. We gave them weapons to use against exactly. Russia. That's exactly right. The Soviet Union. And then, right. And then used, right. I mean, we, yes. So many times, actually, we've, we've armed both sides of a conflict yes. in the last 20 years. It's right. fucking insane. It, 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 yes, no argument here. No, uh, but no. So I understand that I understand, and actually, I understand the compassionate part of saying three hundred thousand people have died died here, right? And they're starving, and they're not letting the UN bring in food to free these. The, the warlords are taking the food away from the people. Yep, they're we using. To, they have a great line. They're using hunger as a weapon. Hunger is a terrifying weapon. sentence. It is terrifying. Yeah, they have, and it's like they have no chance. But, but then to just go in and be there and 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 so just I, get slapped around and fucking you know 
and then leave. So, like, did, so a lot of people who are listening probably think differently than we do. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So then their their question, which is a very reasonable question, a question I struggle with, is all right, Matt and Chris, you guys hate war. Great. You know, wonderful. You guys are you know hippies. Great. What do you say? What do you do when genocide's happening? Because it happened in Rwanda. It happened here. What do you say? What do you do? You just let it happen? I, I think you try to arm people, or not arm, excuse me. I think you try to help organizations like the Red Cross, uh, the UN. I'm not a big fan of the UN. I'd rather see other things happen. But whatever, whatever the tools are that you have at your disposal to help get food, resources to other people in the world, they have no problem with things like uh, George W. Bush, uh, sent over a bunch of like um medicine and, and protection sure. for people in africa for aids yes so things like that you, yes i think i think you build go, goodwill and also just to be a good person just yes. to do the right thing right like, i don't really have an issue with that at all um i have an issue with arming both sides of a conflict yeah that's yeah. not great um so i think you try to help but at some point look we are all blessed if you're listening to this podcast uh, I'm, I'm guessing um i'm guessing you're american if if you're not then um thank you for listening i don't know how you found us but but, but or whatever you're if you're listening to this podcast you're probably in a really good situation where you have technology you can listen to this podcast and hopefully hunger and things like that aren't a problem we are it's just luck but yeah and we're blessed you look at a movie watch a movie this and you're like oh my god we could just as easily twist the fate be on the other side absolutely of this thing and, uh and you're you know you're dying it's awful uh but i don't know I don't know if it also should be our duty to go and save the I don't world think it is. all the time. Because it's going to create would, more I, problems in the line. I would rather um, the head of state here, I'd rather the president of the United States here, go and try to talk to the to the aggressors, talk to the warlord, just try to try to get them to you want the president negotiate the warlord. No, not maybe not the maybe not the president, but someone in the administration to actually try to talk to the to maybe the that warlords. happens. We don't know if that doesn't happen through back channels and stuff. But I I think you got to keep trying to like you know be human about it be human about it you they might it's probably a more stabilized re, stabilized region though if that warlord takes over probably is because uh, at least at least the killing's going to stop at least the starvation's going to stop what do they what do they decide what people they want to live and die and they you know that's how, well, then kinda, that's kind of how like nazi germany happened i don't know if that's a great solution either honestly man what ha- wait i, I missed like that you know you let you kind of let- i'm not saying let it but i don't think that we can just go in and take out other I, I, you got a warlord take over eventually he's going to no, be like but, well i don't want these people alive anymore he's going to kill off a, se- a section of, it, of that country yeah but i believe in self-defense so if then they start moving past their borders then you know you got to stop them of course do you can't you can't just send troops in we 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 keep doing this you can't do that yeah i, I guess that you know that's kind of my counter argument is like all right it's very sad that's happening but it's a it's not really our responsibility to fight these battles and also, I don't know if it's fair to have our our American lives, you know, these young guys, 18-year-old, 19-year-old kids go and fight these battles that they have this, this they're not protecting their home. There's nothing. No. They have nothing. And then, especially if we're not that, we're going to do it anyway, if we're going to pull out of it in two weeks, then it's like, then it's even, so it's so futile. So futile. And yeah, those 18 soldiers shouldn't have died. I mean, there's, there was no reason. There's no reason for them to be there. No. I think it was 19. Or maybe it was 19, 19 sorry. Yeah. I, uh, and I actually give the movie credit. They had the guys' names all listed at the end of the movie, which is, I think, uh, uh, and I mean, I, you know, I try to read, you know, you it's, like, that's, that's great. I mean, I, that's good. I mean, sometimes this movie can, especially a movie that can feel like a video game a little can, bit. Yeah. It's like, all right, no, no, shit. There's this real human, you know, 19 families were ruined because of this fight. You know, think of all the brothers and sisters and parents and wives and kids that lost someone that day. Yeah. Um, I think you use international pressure too. I don't think you, I, I don't think you send troops in. You like, you just try to I rally agree. people, rally people around. Like, look, you're killing a bunch of people. Let's, let's, you know, you try to get, 
you know, I, I, you know, we could spend this money on weapons, all this shit, or we could spend this money on if if we're really committed to being like world saviors, let's spend the money on food. Let's d- triple down. Let's cut our military budget. Right. And let's spend that movie money to feed the world. Because if you can not make hunger a weapon, those warlords have a lot less power. Now, I, I wouldn't agree with using tax money this way, but if it's ar- already committed, right. I would much prefer that that tax money go to building infrastructure in those places so people have a better quality of life than fucking sending military over there and, you know, I'd starting a firefight. I'd rather send money for foods or, and the ability for people to farm or whatever we can do in the, whatever region it is so they can have access to food and clean water easily. Exactly. Than to spend that money on on these machine on guns or whatever the hell set. we're giving yeah, these guys right. that they're going to end up using a, you know again, or they're going to end up training armies so their sons and their grandsons come and fight us exactly. in twenty or forty years. Let's get these people fed. One, if people have a, a roof over their head, if people have clean water and people have food they can eat, then they are much less likely to fight in these kind of wars. These because yes. those wars have so much less power. Yes, and trade with them, help them build businesses. Yes. Like all that stuff. Do that. Do that. If you're, if we're going to commit that money right. anyway, which libertarian don't agree with the tax part of that, but if you, if the money's going to be committed anyway, let's not fucking arm both sides and make it a powder keg. Have them go at each other. This is, this is crazy. And you know, the, I'm sorry if you kind of, you know, we'll get back to, to, to this <laughs> yeah, in a second. I promise. Black Hawk down. But like, but I mean, but this is what the movie's about though. So, I mean, I, I can't, I, I can't came in here. I'm like, we have, we have to have this discussion. I mean, it was just, it just, it's what, the, it's what the movie is. I don't believe in aggressive force, and that's what we did. And we have, haven't we learned a lesson yet. We've been doing this for Christ. I mean, how? Yes, it worked in World War Two. Um, it's a different. It's a different. Oh, that was way different. A, First well, of all, U.S. was attacked. First. We were attacked, and it was a whole different situation. And way I, I have no problem with going into you know uh, Pakistan and and uh, when we went and chasing Bin Laden. Let's go get that guy. He came after us. Let's go get him. Yep. But to start, um, you know, fighting countries because a terrorist did something that's that's not how it should work we, and we've been doing this for 60 years now and it doesn't work we need to change what we're doing the u.s government destabilized iraq like made it into a a way worse situation took out baghdad baghdad made it baghdad was one of the least was uh, one of the most dangerous places on earth for a while because of u.s destabilization like that is nuts you go in there you bomb the shit out of someone and you leave well, that, that, you know, I, I understand we're fighting the good fight. And I really, I, I truly believe most of the time we are. Maybe I'm naive, but I do believe that. But then yeah, someday, though, when you're fighting these wars in other countries, you go home. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened here, too. That's what started this. It was like, yeah, we went in there to help, and then we left. And then the war lord rose up. Yeah. Like, you know, at some point, you're going to have to go home. Uh, fighting these wars or getting involved with this shit overseas. No. It's a no-go for me. Be the beacon. Be, you know, be, be the, be the country that other countries aspire to, that look, looks up to. Don't be the police force. Don't have bases in 150 countries across the world and, you know, be a, be a, a, uh, a half an hour, um, launch, you know, from being able to bomb everywhere in the, in the world. Like that's, that's not, that's, that's not, that posture is shitty. That's an aggressive posture. Be the country that trades. That is a good example. You know, that, that uses displo- diplomacy. Like, is the nice guys. Don't be the fucking cops of the world. That's that's what causes destabilization. I, I, See what fucking happens when Matt does Jerry's podcast for a week? Comes in here with those hot political take. <laughs> no, uh, I do want to talk about Ewan McGregor for a second, that character. Yeah, let's do that. So, so And I think good. he does a bad job. I agree with you. And I also think Eric Bana does a bad job. I want to talk about Ewan McGregor's character let's for a that. second, though. Sure. I disagree with Dan Bana. Um, 
Ewan McGregor, I think there's a, there's a bad job. I agree with you. And I like Ewan McGregor. I do too. He's a very good actor. Very good actor. So I think what happened here, and if you need an example of him being a good actor, go see Dr. Sleep. It's not a very good movie. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, it's not a good movie. Okay. Uh, it's okay. It's not good, but he's, but he's very good. good in it. Yeah. Um, so, the, <laughs> so this character was based on a real guy. All these, all these guys were. Yeah, right. Uh, the real guy uh, between the time when the book came out and the movie was made was found guilty of uh, sexual rape to six-year-old. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So the Pentagon asked them to change the name of this character. Yeah. Uh, so I think, they, I think it's like the real guy's name is Mark Stebbin. Uh, something like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Ewan McGregor is a... Uh, SPC Sean Nelson. The real character, no, uh, no, I guess no, I'm he's, wrong. Uh, John I'm Grimes John is Grimes. the character. That's right. The real guy is John Stebbins. John Stebbins is the guy that, um, yes, uh, was court-martialed for, uh, yeah, raping a six-year-old. I'll call it what it is. Uh, and um, so I think they didn't know what they wanted to do with this character, and they changed the name to Grimey, John Grimes, Grimesy. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think they were nervous about making. Like, they didn't want to paint him as a hero. Couldn't be well, okay. So like now, what do you do? And I think they were really conflicted. So he got a really odd amount of screen time. He'd pop up in strange he places. He didn't really even belong. Didn't it feel like he was like kind of in the way? He was shoehorned in. Like there his, was no need to be there. And it's interesting. He's like, oh, this guy is, it was like a, like a desk clerk. Uh, and then all of a sudden gets kind of thrown in the front lines. Really interesting story. That is an interesting story. And he was a big part of the book, from my understanding. Mm. And then we found out this guy is a monster. And they didn't want to make him a hero. And they right. had to change his name. So I think when that happened... I think as shooting went on, as far as kind of looked at things, the script script getting remember kept getting revised. Yep. I think that character kept getting a little bit truncated and truncated yeah. and truncated. And then um, I think you can tell. I mean, this movie very clearly they shift the focus to uh, uh, Hartnett and Hartnett. Dana. Yeah. You know what? I don't agree with that. I just think keep the character the way the character is, and just I mean, be real with the fact that this guy's a fucking shitty person outside of it. Like, what? It's it's this. I know. I know it's based on, but it's not a factual representation of what actually happened. So right. let's just call it fiction like it is. And, and they changed and, his name, so you could you could have yeah. done it fiction. But I think they were really like, eh, yeah. we don't want this guy. I understand, him. but I, I think it was a bad move because the characters now, like, he, he actually it's, just kind of gets kicked out of, kicks the shit out of in weird spots. Doesn't fit in. It doesn't strange, fit in. It's strange. It's really confusing. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a really good example of a poor script. Um, is, his, is that character's involvement yeah. in it? They should have they either... Like, like anything, there's no such thing. You know, there's no no good thing from a half measure, right? Like right. either go all in or go. Either then write the character out of the script. Yeah, get him out of there because you don't need to have him. Or like Matt said, maybe you take the more honest approach with this kind of this kind of character. It is fictionalized to some extent, and just go in that route. But to Keep do it halfway, text. just it's muddy. No, it's muddy. Now Eric Bana, that was quite good. I didn't think he was very good. Didn't like his accent very uh, very much. I, I just I, I I thought that I thought that was a I like Eric Bana too, and I thought this was a poor performance. I think I'm an Eric Bana apologist. I love, he is very good. I love Munich, Munich so of course, much. He's very good. So I think, I think Munich, Munich's one of the best films of that decade. Yeah. Like I think Munich is uh, one of the most underrated. Great, when people ask me what my favorite, my most underrated movies are, I almost always say Road to Perdition first. Sure, yeah. But my second answer is always Munich. Munich. Um, and he's so good in that movie that I have like a halo effect. And I I, consider I, I, him, I'll, I'll, I'll cop to it. I consider him a good actor. I just don't think he's very good here. I think he's good here. I wouldn't say he's great here. I, like, I think Tom good. Hardy is way better here. Than but he's Eric really Bannis. good. In this. He's really good. Yeah, I like Hardy. He's, too. he's a good. Too. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. He's, I know you didn't. You probably didn't watch Peaky Blinders, but he's very. I watched, I watched a little of it. He's very good. Yeah. in that show. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he, he's very good. He's, he's very. Good. He, he's always good. Um, yeah. 
don't know anything else you have in this movie. <laughs> uh, oh, so it got nominated. So this, I think this deals with some of the, one thing I wanted to bring up was the Academy Awards. So um, this is, of course, is coming off Gladiator, which won um, Best Picture and, of course, Ridley Scott won. So, you know, Ridley Scott has kind of a halo around him he does. the year before from, uh, from winning. So this movie was not nominated for Best Picture, okay? But it was nominated for Best Director. And I do believe very strongly that um, if, remember, this was back when you only had five Academy Award nominees yep. for Best Picture. Now we have up to 10, right? Sure. So I do believe uh, that if we had 10 nominees in this year, it definitely would have got a nomination for Best Picture. Um, so, uh, Mulholland Falls, uh, Mulholland Drive, excuse me, also was nominated for Best Director, but was oh, not nominated that. for Best Picture, That's a as fact. was Robert Altman for Gosford Park. Right. Three directors did not get, uh... That's odd. It's very strange. Yeah. In fact, uh... Yeah, so the only ones to do is Ron Howard, Beautiful Mind, and yeah. Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I'm um, sorry, Gosford did get it, excuse me. Uh, Moulin Rouge and In the Bedroom. Uh, where the two Baz Luhrmann and Todd Field did not get director. I'm sorry, it was only two, not three. Excuse okay. me, I misspoke. Um, so Black Hawk Down gets nom- got a nomination there. It got a couple of nominations. In fact, it won for what, editing, right? It's some different, ed- yeah, editing. Which is wild. Like one for best of- sound, which I don't have a problem with. I think the sound's quite good. Sounds good. The air, yeah, when it drops yeah. off like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, editing. I think the editing sucked. I think it's pretty good. The war scenes are really hard. It sucked is too strong. I think it was good. So actually, that's what I wanted to bring up about this. And we can, I mean, if you wanted to hit some more parts. No, this, no, but, well, so I'm but, editing for a second because I, I haven't well, really known it. But, so yeah. the war scenes are actually the best part. Like the choreography around, the choreography around that, the editing around that is actually really good. That's the part where this elevates the movie to a B to me because it's just an onslaught. And I know it's hard to know who people are, but that's hard in war anyway. But it's just... It's just done really. I think that's that part's done really well. I don't like the group scenes. I like when it's more individualized. We can see the characters. That's true too. So stuff like when people were separated. Yes, those scenes were chilling. The Ron Eldred scene is actually brilliantly edited. It is from editing. That is actually a masterwork in editing. I shouldn't yeah. say it sucked. I, I, I was too strongly. I didn't. The editing was very good. It's also like a two-hour and thirty-minute movie. It's I'm too sorry, long. Yeah, it's like way too long. That's too long. But that's part part of the issue that I had with thirty-five minutes up the up the front. I mean, why from thirty minutes to the follow though? When it's this onslaught of war, we don't yeah. know what's happening. Yeah. Now the next thirty minutes of the war, I actually agree with that. Is probably the you strongest. Mean the nighttime. Ah, uh, before the nighttime. Okay. I didn't like the nighttime stuff either. Um, before that, I guess. The- I thought like the setup with, uh, you know, the, the, the Blackhawks and the other hell you know, going up over the water and then turning into the fight and then setting up and then the convoy coming in. I thought the whole beginning I like that and then the capturing and yep. all that stuff was really great. Me too. Um, and then I did like a lot of the, well, it wasn't just because then you did have the one on or the, you know, the two, the small groups. You did have a lot of that interspersed in there. So it wasn't just onslaught forever i thought it broke it up pretty well i thought the war stuff was was the best the best parts of this let me tell you who was who was up for editing yeah okay there's a, something on here that is one of the most horrible crimes that did not i probably did not saw win. it and probably thought the same thing here's a nominee so backhawk down wins yeah a beautiful mind gets nominated which that movie's not good or the rings gets nominated which is wild because that movie is nine hours long it was <laughs> one of the most boring onslaughts of my life moulin rouge gets nominated which moulin rouge is interesting editing it's not it a good movie i don't like basil Arman, it's all right memento yeah. Did not win for best editing. That Memento is, is maybe the greatest edited movie ever. That is absolutely crazy. Not my, it's not my favorite movie by any stretch, but just how that's edited no, is so brilliant. That, that's crazy. It's a masterwork. It's yeah, like that, the premiere. That should have won. Yes. That's crazy. Of course. Yeah. That's, that, crazy. that's crazy. No one knew Chris Nolan was at the time. You know, well, I mean, there are other bad. Jody Dorn, of course, was, of course, but was yeah, the sure. editor for Memento. But, uh, but you know, yeah. no one's movie. He was that's, just that's unknown. Crazy. It got, it really got ignored. That really should have been not. We talked about how this is a weak movie here. 
But it really yeah, tenon bombs in here too. Tenon bombs, it's fucking uh, bullshit. Donnie Darko, which Donnie I know, Darko. Yeah, I mean this. Uh, I loved. I know you don't know as much. Like I love movie Heist. I think could have got like, a screenplay somewhere in there. It didn't. Uh, but then other movies, of course, did that. I just didn't really care for very much. Black Hawk Down was nominated for best cinematography. I understand. Man who wasn't there. Moulin Rouge. Amelie also got nominated, and then Lord of the Rings wins. I don't think I would go back to it for a second. Lord of the Rings cinematography. The the. I think it's good. I liked it better than you did. The cave, all the cave stuff I really liked too. You didn't like it as much. I do um, say those, um, the landscapes though are beautiful though. They are beautiful. So it's actually, like, I like the Shire stuff too. I think it looks really great. Yeah, that's some interesting stuff. I don't hate the cinematography in uh, Warlands. I don't okay, think it won, but then again, maybe this is a weak year for it. I'm trying maybe. to think. Actually, you know what should have won for cinematography though, honestly? Oh. Tannenbaums. Had great cinematography. Oh, so yeah. I know, I know Wes Anderson falls into that trap of everything, a cute little picture. But we hadn't quite seen it that much back then. No, it I wasn't. know we did with Rushmore, but it, but Rushmore is a grittier movie. It is. This is like like pretty perfect, and um, I think some of the cinematography and Tenenbaums is some of the best I've seen. Yes, after where you get to Zuzu, you know, after right. or whatever, then it, it starts to get a little bit. It's, right. it's tired. It's a little yeah. cheesy now. Um, but, but for I, I, not for Tenenbaums, they didn't get a nomination. That's stupid. They, they fucked everything up this year. This is a. As much I mean, as sure, I, for, it did get a nomination for something though, but it wasn't. It wasn't writing. It wasn't the screenplay, was it? It should have gotten <laughs> Tenenbaum's screenplay. screenplay. Okay. All right. Well, at least that's that's. Listen to the screenplay. It was uh, Gosford Park Winch. I've not seen Gosford Park. I haven't sorry. seen it. Amelie, uh, Monsters yeah. Ball, which is. Eh, that's, a, that's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's better than. Amelie's pretty good, too. Uh, I haven't seen Amelie. I've seen, pretty I, good. I've seen other films by the director, though, and it was quite good. Yeah. Um, he's a good I think director. it was the. What's it? The, it was Delicatessen, isn't he? Wait. Seven. Who? No, the. Ten year engagement, something like that. It's a French oh, film. It was quite good. Okay. Uh, Memento and Royal Tenenbaums both got nominee nominated for a screenplay. It's like, oh, it would have been nice if one of those. Yeah. One. But um, and then for a adapted, it was a Beautiful Mind one. Yeah. Ghost World, which is an interesting movie. Was I, Daniel Klaus, the artist. Uh, the uh, yeah, the, I really like his stuff. I have a few uh, um, of his. Yeah, it was, it's an interesting movie, right? Yeah, it's an interesting. Shemmy's good in it. Yeah. Um, in the bedroom, Lord of the Rings, and Shrek got a screenplay nomination go fuck this yourself. movie is so this year is so weird shrek go shrek. fuck yourself so, so bizarre um very strange year for movies but i wonder though back to my uh, initial point was yeah. um i think a lot of these nominations i wonder if some of them came for this weird patriotic bend we were on it's a country and it Could was the been. only real war movie like i wonder if it was some of that like oh we need to well you know, that's kind of where we were as a country in that in that time. We're now living in a post nineteen seventeen uh, war movie world. Yes, and so that so no nothing else will, will has ever touched it. But at that time, that might have been a pretty. And there was no when was a no, same part. Right, way back. Okay, yeah, you're right. Platoon, I guess. Of course, right. I mean, yeah. Oh no, as war movies, absolutely. But I was thinking battle scenes, definitely saving prior. That was only Ryan. three years earlier. It was ninety eight. Yeah. Also, a town size more. Yeah, that's right. Tom Sizemore was a really good actor. He is really good. And it's a shame, obviously, he got into drug stuff, and now his career got derailed. He kind of just does, like, direct-to-video stuff now. He hasn't really done anything in a while yeah. um, that, you know, you would see. Um, he's very good. He's only 40 when this is made, and this is kind of the end of his career, and it kind of sucks. Like, he's bad. really good. He is really good. I know he, he does a lot this. of war movies. I think he did Pearl Harbor. He obviously did uh, uh, St. Fred Ryan. So, yeah. Um, but he, he's just, it's really, he's a really natural actor. He is. Really believable. Yeah. And, um... He can be in like outlandish situations and I buy it. Yeah. He was an outlandish character here too. He's like, he wasn't even ducking. He's just like walking through the whole, it's just like this bull walking through. Yeah. It's crazy. And I buy it with him. I totally do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So you're not going to recommend it though. I think I'm he, not. I'm uh, on the fence. I, I'll get a thumbs down. I, I just can't recommend it. I think between the screenplay being muddy, 
Um, it's not a good screenplay. Uh, the uh, movie having, to my opinion, very mixed messages and really uh, left me feeling really confused uh, on what they're trying to say. And then I'm not a huge fan of like the one-sided like America is. I, I, I'm very. I, I am. I'm probably more more. Um, you might just. Oh, I don't know. I say that, but like, I'm, I'm more like traditionally patriotic, maybe than you are. That makes sense. Am I saying more patriotic? More like traditionally patriotic. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I'm culturally patriotic, but I have a hard time with the federal government. So there. We yeah, go. and I do too to some extent. Maybe I'm not. I, well, I, I I can be more like like I like. Okay, I'll put it this way. Like I like July Fourth. You know, sure. I, I shouldn't say you. Maybe I'm more. I'm more like patriotic maybe than some of younger people who are more like, oh, America's evil. America's this. I'm not that way at all. You know how like some of the you know some people are like oh, America's like based on white supremacy. It's evil. It's horrible. I don't fall in that camp at all. I think America's so awesome countries no else i'd rather live oh my god i love it here well i'm yeah yeah so you're yeah yeah i, yeah, I shouldn't say no you. we're talking a, more like the you know yeah. um like the far left maybe it, it feels that way about certain things yeah. I, I don't you know and I, I yeah so like so i love but I, if you're gonna show me a movie though you can't have i think having the other side be that especially when we're not that familiar like like with saving private ryan like we knew we know the players. We really but this do. one we really don't. No. And to have them that way, is it, it's not, is it, to me, it's, it's not, obviously it's lazy filmmaking. It's just not great filmmaking. Because I remember it happening, but we're still young. Like we're in our young teens yeah, it was at only, that time. It was a skirmish. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't know, last long. Right. Right. It just, so, and it goes to show you how even these little things, you see what happens. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. This is like, a, this is what we would consider, you know, if you're sitting at home in your couch, a little thing. And it's like, oh my God, this is a horrific experience. Horrific. I, 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 uh, but I mean, it's, it's right on the brink. I mean, if, if you're, I, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell someone to go see this. So I was thinking, I was thinking about it. Like I was walking the dogs today. Yeah. I was like, really like, am I gonna, I was really on the fence. I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't tell someone to see this. So I can't, I think I'm going to need, I'm going to start being a little bit harder with my recommendations. I'm not going to be as much like, well, it's just barely a good movie. So, or just barely above average. So I'll recommend, I'm not gonna do that anymore. I recommend it. I think people should see it. Um, some stuff is pretty good but you're absolutely right the script is a piece of shit and there's there's a lot of problems with it c plus barely a non-recommendation i give it a b but i think we're on the same page with yeah pretty much it's it's disappointing particularly it's disappointing. from really, really Scott, I'm, I'm disappointed i know it's it's sad not a friend of the show no sorry not donald sutherland sorry <laughs> no no that's too bad. I hope we do it. Well, maybe we'll encounter something like the Marsh. Well, we're getting ninety three nine. We have some flexibility there because yeah. I was only alive for five weeks, okay, so, so I'm going to be pretty alien. loose with it. Yeah. Uh, alien will definitely come up. Yeah, uh, and then Martian. Hopefully, we'll hit that. Yeah, we have hit a lot of his like, like his elite. Or what would be considered his elite he movies? Had two big movies come out this year. Though I'm, I'm still, I'm still excited for it. He, he sucks yeah. me in though. I, he sucks I, me in. I know. I'm going to go see both those in the theater. He's got such a cool name too. Ridley is such a great name. It's a good name. Yeah, it's like Percy. Is like a good I don't like British name. name. I like Percy. Oh, I don't like Percy. Maybe because of uh, Green Mile. I can't deal with Percy. Oh, I, yeah. It, it doesn't have that con- connotation to me. Ridley's a good name. Ridley's a Riddler. Really good. That's not what I it's think. It's a fun nickname. No, I wouldn't it's call him Riddler. Riddler. No, he would not go by the Riddler. Riddler. He would not Scott? go by the Riddler. No. The Riddler, no, baby. He, no, he would not. <laughs> it's fucking lies. Uh, anything else with uh, Black Hawk Down? Okay. Always on time by Ja Rule. It's a good thing to be. Uh, it is. I actually, I think punctuality is a really important thing. Do you get mad? I usually show up like five, ten minutes late to this. Every I'm time. used to it. So it's fine. I, yeah. I just know what your patterns are. So it's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, if I, 
No, because we're just sort of flexible. It's not like we're going at seven thirty now, motherfucker. Right. If I know that I need to, if, that I have to. Yeah, be I somewhere, always try to get here. If we, if, I'm always like I. Yeah, if you're ever like, oh, I need to be out. Yeah, by you would, time, I, I always try to get here like, early. That. That's no, case. we're flexible yeah, enough yeah, that it's yeah. totally fine. But in general, I'm punctual. I really value that. Uh, so I think that's maybe his best quality. Um, so he just <laughs> saying, uh, he just saying this. Um, I got the Bentley uh, valet and I'm just outside of Jersey past the Palisades. And I'd love to see that ass and boots and shades sprawled out on the bed while I'm yanking your braids. Thug style. You never thought I'd make you smile while I'm smacking your ass and fucking your, what was it? Fucking your, fucking you all wild. But we share something so rare, but who cares? You care. Then later on, he goes and says, bitch, you know better. We live M-O-B, money over bitches, murder, I-N-C. I got two or three hoes for every V, and I keep them drugged up off that ecstasy. Who's going to be the first person to cut that and use those clips against you? Oh, fucking go ahead. I don't give a shit. This is Ja Rule. Ja Rule, <laughs> ja Rule is, I, I, I fucking hate this guy. <sighs> no. he, you know what's funny? If you rap those really fast, you'd love him. He's so talented. He raps so fast. He's such a dick. You know, I'm right. No, that's not true. Okay. No, it, it's no. I, okay. It, it, it's, it's more than just the, it's more than just the lyrics. Lyrics are stupid and they're bad and they're fucking horrible. He's talking about, he's talking about yanking the fucking braids like this. What are you, what are you doing to this woman? I don't, I don't know. I don't like this song either. I don't like the song. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I was hoping you defend I can't it. defend jaw. Drugged up. I mean, keep it drugged up on ecstasy. It's like, and can you imagine Ashanti being like, oh yeah, I'd love to do this song with you. I don't think she's a huge star yet though, actually. Yeah, but it's been more than that. Like uh, J-Lo has done did a song yes, with him. Right, a right. bunch of people. That's did. a different it's situation. Like, why would right. you ever? And you saw, you, you, did you watch the video too? I did. He's like all, like he thinks he's so cool about he it. He thinks he's very cool, yeah. It's like, no, you're a piece of shit and you have a terrible, he's got one of those voices that is so grating you can. I can't imagine that. But that must be like. I, I like character voices, um, but this is not one of them. He's one note. Did you? Have, did you? Uh, I, I checked this out. He's got this song called "Mesmerized." Listen yes, to him yes. try to I sing. Oh, I can't hit pitch. He's sharp. This is Shanti again. Oh, it's so bad. He, he That's the song I'm actually most familiar of his. I don't really know this song we're covering this week, but that mesmerized that was on a lot when I was the one that I know best is off this album. It's living it up. I actually like this yeah, one. You're right. This, this is. Yep. You're right. You know, you're yeah. right. I know this song more than mesmerized. You're right. Yeah. I'll put that. And that's not a bad song. This is probably his biggest, his most noticeable, I would think. Think so? Right? Uh, actually, no. Um, Always on Time has 10 times the spins on, on uh, or 10, 10 times the plays on Spotify, I think. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I would think, because Living Up is the one I would that not I have, know. I would have lost that bet. Yeah. But actually, I'm glad you brought up Buster Rhymes because he's a situation where he, that's a situation where he does have a character voice. He's got a very odd voice too, but yeah. I like it. It's interesting. It has range where Ja Rule has no range. It's just that delivery all the time there's nothing different about it and it's super grating so ja rule and i were born maybe uh uh half a mile away from each other really and we have oh wait is he hollis he's hollis queen he's a queen's kid like me <laughs> so can, can you have two people with more different voices <laughs> i'd love to see that show <laughs> <laughs> which is like how how do we come out of the same area with sounding so Jeez, different i don't know it's wild <laughs> jesus christ he has the worst lyrics. That's the thing is his song. I, 
it's one thing like Eminem says some bad shit, but he also does it in kind of a humorous way and yes. he does it with an interesting delivery. Exactly. It's, it's a, um, it's an intelligent, interesting, like funny delivery. Uh, so you can kind of get away with it. And plus the music around him is fucking amazing as well. Where Ja Rule has shitty music around him mostly. Uh, his delivery is one note. He's not particularly good with his flow. And then he says, you know, shitty words like that. It's, it, he, he's the... Well, this is why I knew worst. I was going to win our little debate uh, with uh, Rose oh, Rosanna. You didn't win it, but... Okay. Yeah. Well, I knew I was going to have the... the People would agree Some with people. me more than you. Yeah. Uh, because funny always wins. So if you can, oh, be, that's true. If, if you can, if it's fun, and I, I knew, the, I knew the joke was good. If it wasn't a good joke. I wouldn't have fucked. I, I, I'm, I it wasn't I was, a joke though. That, that, that's it was, a, it, was, yeah, it, it wasn't was a joke. joke. It, it was a joke. No, but that's it not what turned a, me off. It was your, I know, you, I know it was the entire span of you not just not giving a shit the entire way. But yes, it, yes, right, the right, joke right. was, no, the joke was, it was very funny. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Can, can, but funny always wins. So funny does uh, win. Uh, so if you can be funny, right. So Eminem, be, uh, early Beastie Boys, like License to Ill. Yeah. Uh, you know, some, you know, a lot of rap uh, can have some stuff. Maybe you, you wouldn't, maybe want, you know, you wouldn't want to have done to your family members potentially. Uh, you know, some stuff they're singing about. But, uh, but if it's funny and it's clever, it's like, all right, well that's, yes. it's, it's a song, it's just words, you know, and that's fine. Um, uh, but if it's not funny at all and it's just kind of like aggressive, it's like, oh, all right, it's not really what I'm looking for. In no, no, no. That, I think you're right. Clever. It doesn't even, it doesn't always even have to be funny because right. Eminem's maybe not, he's funny a lot too, but he's clever. Right. And like, Beastie Boys I think is more clever than funny. Yes. But, that, but they're super but they're clever. clever. Yeah. And you know, but if, as long as you have kind of like, I don't know, I think if you have a little wink and a smirk and you have some fun with it. Absolutely. Then, but if you're just going to be like aggressive and try to show how macho yeah. you are, like I'm not, I'm that, out. It's like, like, I don't care. It's like this pride show. You're not going to prove anything to me. I don't, I'm just, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, and he showed that in his real life too. He was always having skirmishes with other mm. rappers, uh, you know, all sorts of problems. Yeah. Then, then there was like the fucking fraud stuff with the fire, um, fire festival. Did you know yes, that? Yes, 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 yes. So, he's had like a long ride with 50 Cent. Exactly, um, a bunch of different yeah. rappers and and uh, you know and um, even record companies and things. So yes. it, it, it seems like he's that guy. He's yeah. just the aggressive, aggressive with a bad voice and bad delivery and bad lyrics with bad music. He's I just I fucking hate this guy. I, I don't. You know. Oh my god, I, I hate him. Wow, he's just not good. No, I'm not a fan either. It's fine. This song is we've covered way worse, uh, but like. Yeah, but you know, as far as like you know, rappers go, like as far as like you know, really popular rappers go, I would definitely put him in, in near the bottom. Like he's just not none of this stuff is interesting in me. No, not at all. Uh, I th- and his career is basically over. He did like four or five. He had his like big run was till two thousand four or five. Well, then he, put, did, he was in jail for years. How long was he in jail for? Three I years. Oh, I think. it was that long. Something like that. So okay, tax fraud. So, uh, I think so. Some, it was like two things. It was a it was, oh, it was a weapons charge. Oh, he had a gun yeah. in New York. Oh, that was that, the other issue. Like, yeah, kind of like cost. Um, so, okay, I have a story here. I don't know if it's him. I I spent like a good chunk of my afternoon looking for proof of this. So the Mets, uh, when I was there, uh, I think they they still do, but they had a really cool thing. They had free concert series. So you go to a game yeah. and you go check, catch a show. And I saw um, Huey Lewis in the News, which was the best one I saw. Uh, they would have like three or four a year. The best one I saw was Huey Lewis in the News. They were awesome. They are awesome. Awesome. He was great. The yes. band was there. They had they have just enough hits to make it work. Like they'll play, you know, it's you don't get a full concert. You get like I'd say like half a concert. Yeah, yeah, 30 to 40, 45, 45 maybe, you know, maybe even in yeah, So sad he never can't sing anymore. I know, so, it's so sad. sad. It's, it's really fucking sad. Sad. he's awesome. But like but he huge energy and knows how to do it. He's a pro. He's a pro. pro. He always has been. Yeah. He is, is like the quintessential professional pop pro. singer. Yes. And um and the band's all like they're super legit, tight. Awesome band. Really great. Like yeah. they were awesome there was yeah. a, you like everyone left having a great time yep 
Uh, I saw OAR, and they were like a jam band. Yeah, yeah. And I like some of their thing. stuff, their older stuff, but yeah. their newer stuff I don't like, and they stuck to most of the newer stuff. So yeah. I was like, eh, I kind of really didn't enjoy that. I there were they had some like Christian people. I wouldn't stick around. I would go to the game. I would just bail the second the game was sure. over. If you weren't interested in the music, I'm not interested in Christian yeah, rock. I'm right. sorry, I'm just not. That's fine. Uh, I know you're a big fan. I'm not. <laughs> um, ja Rule. I want to say did a show. But I can't find any proof of this. So maybe it's just in... I know I went to a show where there was a rapper yeah. that I didn't like. And we left before... Like, in other words, like I could have had free tickets to a Ja Rule concert. For the sake of the story, might as well be Ja Rule because we're in the same situation. Yeah. I left when the game was over. Like, I chose not to sit in my seat an extra half hour to watch I it. I wouldn't watch... I'm no like, I just, I just don't have any interest. I'd rather no sit at home and... Or it'd be anywhere else. There's nothing interesting but, about him. In fact, no. and his voice is kind of offensive and his words are kind of offensive. So I don't get nothing, offended by his words. I'm not offended by it, but I just mean that there's nothing interesting about it. And then he's not good. So why the fuck would... Yeah, you know, it is. Yeah, it's just not good. And it's, right. I, I don't like the whole, like, I'm macho, I'm tough, I'm mean. Like, all right. Someone called him like JV Tupac, and that's exactly what it is. It's like Tupac can do uh, a harder style way better. Then he I'm not a way Tupac more fan at Me all. Me neither. But, he's but Tupac way is imminently more talented than exactly. Ja Rule. I mean, right. there's no question. I mean, you can see that. Try the, you know. There was a DMX, uh, DM, DMX sort of rivalry too. Yep. And even DMX is better. Like I like, I like two of DMX I guess ja songs. Rule won that one, huh? Yeah, I guess he did. Because uh, DMX was... Point Ja. Good job. Because oh, ja, DMX was in prison for a while too. Yeah, but DMX he? is dead. Is he dead now? Yes. Oh yeah, that just happened. Yes. That just happened. Yeah, whatever. DMX more talented though. They have, more they have kind of the same kind of growl. Very yes, but um, I'm but, but they're DM, and I'm not a huge DMX guy either. Like X going give it to me. Okay. That song is really cool. The party song is really cool too. The, those I, are I just think it gets repetitive. It was like the same. It does. Um, yeah, it only goes so far. Some people like the younger people love him. Love DMX. Yeah, like if you're like ten years younger than us, like you like he was big when you were a teenager and you idolize him. Yeah, like, I mean he doesn't yeah. have a lot of range either. But I liked I, I like two of his songs. He's Way fine. more than his others. Yeah. Than, than, well, uh, John Rule is one good song. The one good song the one you played. It's that a, one's okay, but okay. still the two DMX songs are better than that. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then it, like, DMX's third, fourth, fifth, and sixth songs are way better than Ja Rule's third, oh. fourth, fifth, and sixth songs. Yeah, yeah without a doubt. Yeah. I did encounter one of the craziest, like, most annoying songs that sampled, that, that, yeah, that sampled this song and turned it into a song called Ashanti by Fabulous. What the fuck is this? That's one of the worst things I've ever heard. I don't care for this. What is that? No, no I don't. I don't yeah, what the, what the uh, fuck is that, though? I don't know. That's a song? I don't know. I don't like it. I don't even understand. I don't. I can't comprehend that. I don't care for this. Turn it down, please. I'm going to turn down. I'm going I'm to do it. I don't like this. Make it stop. Is that so weird? really bad. I really don't like that song. I've never heard anything like that. I really hate it. This is a song? Yeah. That's one of the worst things I've ever heard. What, exactly. If that was our song. That would make my. That would. That's worse than "Women Beneath My Wings." That would be. That would be. No, my that would five. be our bottom. That, that would might be, be the bottom. That would be probably the worst. That's a horrible song. That is a. Yeah. That is one of the worst things I've ever heard yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. Bad. I can't believe I heard that. I was like, we, I'd rather be like in Mogadishu. I think maybe not, but close. Then I'll have to listen to that again. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a song, but it's close. It's close. Yeah, I might choose to be Ja Rule's friend over fucking listening to that song again. Wow. Yeah, I kind of wish, wish you were. I might choose to go to Fire Island Firefest uh, yes. instead of listening to that fucking song again. The Firefest thing, uh, you know, you know what? Kind of, I, it's it, really funny to uh, me, actually. Uh, I just, find it funny. I know it's just I'm just done. 
I'm just tired of hearing things. Things just things get in the zeitgeist too long, and now it becomes like it's. it's oh, we don't have to talk like, about it. I, just find I know, it funny. I know. I'm just saying it's, it becomes cliche to me, and I just get bored of. It. You know, what I mean, I sort of heard the jokes. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, like, I'm just fire fested out. You're fire fested out. That's yeah. fine. We don't have to. Talk I understand about it happened. I understand it was a weird experience for people, and it was, weird. It was crazy. It was stupid. It was wild. It was wild. No, I think it was like. I think it's funny that they would all want to go to this thing. Yeah, people do. Kids do stupid shit. Yeah, kids. Yeah, I mean, right? I mean, no, no adults go yeah, that. No. I mean, <laughs> no. We wouldn't have caught that. I mean, I wouldn't go to Firefest. No, I'm not dumb. Oh, get this! What? Uh, I'm going to see. Speaking as we show how old we are, this is becoming the old man show. I'm going. Uh, Laura got us tickets. We're going to go. Uh, me and Laura, not you, uh, to go see uh, us. I meant us, like me and Laura. So. Yes. Yeah. I get uh, it. Go see Billy Joel. Yeah, sorry. At Fenway Park? He's not going to be very good. He's going to be awesome. No, he's like it's 85 so years fun. old, and he's never had a great voice. He's going to sound like absolute it's garbage. Be awesome. It's going to be so much fun. I'm yeah, I know you're big. I, I, won't, uh, I won't shit on your music like you shit on mine. That's so, fine. Um, I, uh, I think you will definitely have fun, and it's going to be the last awesome. hurrah for him. I can't imagine we'll see him. I just, I've never seen him. Yeah, uh, you might as well go. It's, I did see someone whose voice was shot at Fenway Park. That? Neil Diamond. Uh, it was oh yeah I, I mean it was a while ago it was 2009 i love neil diamond and oh I, I, there's God. no way i would go see him now he was i mean Dude, it was off it was embarrassing he's one of the best writers who's ever lived he's written you know not only for himself but a bunch of other bands he is phenomenal i would have loved to see him in the 70s or 80s even in the early 90s would have been amazing same thing with billy joel i'm not a huge billy joel fan but he would play the hits and i and i'm a big fan of that i would have uh, 20 years ago Really like to see Billy Joel, but now I just think it's going to be rough. Oh, you suck. Uh, so that's going to be awesome. And I saw... Uh, I hope you spent a lot of money on it. Wasn't cheap. Uh, <laughs> so we, uh, I did see uh, in 2016, I saw Pearl Jam at Fenway Park. That show was awesome. Yeah, I, I'm not really too interested. You in are a piece of trash. You're not. I just have good... Actually, best shows I've seen though recently, uh, I saw The National uh, at uh, in Portland, Maine. Yeah. Uh, that was a great show. Did you see the Asylum or something? One of the big... It was no, it was the outdoor venue. venue. I'm sorry. Oh. Did you the train station? I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. I'm sorry. I know if you live in Maine, you're probably yelling right now. Um, It's outdoor venue. It's uh, it's not the most beautiful venue, but it's just cool and fun and hip. Yeah. And it's uh, right near a hotel. So you can just like walk over. You can get drunk yeah. and just walk to the hotel. And you can get in the train the next day and go home. It's awesome. Uh, And they are like... They're obviously in their prime. So it's yeah, great. Yeah, it worked. And then I saw LCD... Uh, Sound system was great. I saw them in New York. Those are like the, of this decade, the shows or whatever. The last 10 years is best shows I've been to. Best show I've been to in the last 10 years is everything, everything in Boston. Uh, they were fucking amazing. I loved it so much. What is it again? Everything, everything. I don't you know should if check they them out. Them uh, even their, their most recent album um, is. Where did you see them? I saw, I can't, was it? It wasn't House of Blue. Uh, where the hell was it? Oh, I can't. The name escapes me. The, the place escapes me. All right. Um, it wasn't Bright Music. Was it the Bright Music Hall? I can't remember. It was, uh, but it was a phenomenal show. Everything, 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 everything. Right. One of my favorite bands. They are right, super around. awesome. Their last album. Check it out. You'd, you'd right. really like it. Uh, I think that's it for uh, Ja Rule. We probably don't ever have to talk about him again either. What? Oh, I think we do. For what? I'm guessing he's not going to have a number one hit again. I don't think so because I think really. I mean, we sort of just talked about uh, living it up, which was which was on this as well. What was number one? What else was number one? I'm sure we're going to hit him again. I think there's another number one. I, I he was a, I mean he was a big star. Well, he was pretty like he saved big. The record company because he was so yeah, successful. I mean he he's did, a big star. Sold about thirty million copies. That's a lot. That's as many as um, oh like is that like Radiohead? Yeah, it That's, is. Uh, it is a good amount, but but it was a short span. And which even, tells me we're gonna hit him. That would tell us we're gonna hit him. Hmm. It's the Gary Newman who did ten million over. 
50 years that you never that's see right. again. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's when, you, when you're in a short span, it's when you run into a Yeah, we, we might then. I think we His will. first album, he had a hit off of, but I don't remember. Uh, yeah, we might have him again. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck J. Rule. Ja Rule. It's Ja Rule. That's okay. okay. <laughs> you don't like Jay-Z. He's fine. Um, I guess that's it for that. So we're back. Uh, Wait a minute. So where was I? I was. Oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, I lived in Dover. I actually have a more recent story that I'll talk about. But I will say that I was. I was living in uh, on Ham Street. In oh, I know exactly it is. Yeah, right next to New York, which is like the ghetto of Dover. It absolutely was. I don't know if it still is, but it no, certainly was, and certainly at this time it was. It was, yeah. So uh, there was a shooting actually in, on New York Street, Who'd right next door. I didn't shoot anybody, but there was a shooting there while, while we lived there. This triplex. Um, the funny thing that I remember about it, so we were in the second a triplex, floor. Like, a, like a triple decker. Yeah, so it was uh, three apartments. I think you would call it as a duplex triplex. Is, is yeah, well, you, the shorthand is like in New England is triple decker. You know, is that what they in would Riviera, say? You got the three, you got the three fours there. Well, your, your top four, your middle. Okay, we're in the middle. So uh, we, it was fine. I lived there for two years with a girlfriend and a and a buddy. And, um, and, and it was fine. But, uh, the person, the woman who owned the property was in like this freak accident 10 years before where she, she fell a balcony collapsed and it severed her foot. Oh my God. So she had to have the whole foot. This was like on the battlefield in, in, uh, in black Hawk down where yeah. you're, you're picking up the, the, the hand off the right. So the, she had to have it reattached. She had a, a really tough limp when I when oh, I hold on, hold on, stop, stop. so she had her foot reattached. Yeah, had to because it was severed Did off. Did you see? No, no, you, no, because she wore she wore shorts. She, she did like, wear shorts, but open toed sandals. No, none of that. No, it was sneakers and kind of higher yeah. socks. Uh, mm-hmm. But she had this this noticeable kind of rough limp. You know, it was never going to be the same. If after you lived that. there for a couple years longer, could you have like? Asked, I would have asked her. I would yeah, have said, like, like more can I see? There? Yeah, can I see? Sco- but I don't really like feet. I don't like feet either. Feet are so gross. I would want to see the crazy attractive people with nice feet. I'm fine with, but like, but she was not, you know, she's an older woman yeah. and I wasn't, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be stinky and I don't want to be interested. Probably. I, I wonder if it would, I, you wonder though, because the blood circuit, yes. it would either be, I want to be stinkier or maybe not stinky at all. You know what I mean? Like, maybe. I wonder it's hard to know. the glands maybe wouldn't get maybe sweaty. Maybe slightly askew or oh, it was sure. like, yeah, but, but she had a weird, different colors. Could have been different colors. Oh, wow. <laughs> maybe it was slightly shriveled. Maybe it was smaller than the other one. Maybe she was like an inch shorter on one side. It's tough to know. Wow. Tough to know because I wasn't going to ask. No, I know. Well, one year is tough. You well, were you there for a year? I was there for two years, oh, but two I years. still, but we didn't interact with her a lot. She was, she was kind of um, stern as well. Oh no. Because she was used to dealing with young kids, you know. Uh, and who didn't really care that much about a problem. We were good, but right, but yeah, we still didn't. But you know, UNH is uh, if you don't know the area, UNH is like the town over, so you yeah. kind of have a college influx. And oh, that's how everybody there basically. Well, and uh, uh, this guy BJ who lived downstairs, who was a he was a um, he did something. It was like working for like Budweiser or something, but like a young kind of professional guy. But mostly, we were all kids. So basically. you 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 were out of. College. You were out of college. Yes, I graduated. That's right, because you, right you were out of college in 11. We talked about that in 11 yes. or whatever September. I basically I graduated in 2001, but I really I had to take like a summer class or something. I missed something. Um, I, t- I did I did go longer, but uh, but you were out longer by than then. four years. But I was out by then. Yeah. So now I was working for the chiropractor. I was. This was actually during my health crisis time period too, where I was all fucked up. But uh, but yeah, we were living in. Uh, you were there for two years, huh? Yeah, I lived in Dover myself for. Um, uh, I guess almost like four or five years. So I we did both three, have years. Spent three years. Three years. Because I was in the Purple House before, which is right across, almost right across from the high school. And then um, and then two years there in Hamstream. There's a joke uh, if you live in this area, seacoast in Hamstream. If, like, if you didn't live in Dover in your 20s and like you haven't lived in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. You like, 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 it's, like, it's almost like a rule, like a law. Like anyone who's starting out 
after college, lives in Dover yeah. for some in you know period of time. When we came back uh, from California, too, Barbara and I lived in um, in Dover for two That's years. Right. Yeah, I, I I saw your yeah, yeah you were there. It was yeah, I was nice. I like that. It was a nice house. It was a cool place. It was a good spot. I went to like your like housewarming party there. Yeah, we did like a barbecue, right? Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really love that because we were right across the street from Bellamy, which is where I play disc golf. Where you and I played disc golf, it's right there. Oh, you oh, walk really? right across the street. Yeah, yes. it's much more like where Matt's talking about when you go to Hampstreet. It's, it's not Dover Center City, whatever. It's downtown. It's right yeah. there. Where Matt went to, it was much more rural. It was a little more rural. Yeah. Was it, no? Am I crazy? Was your house kind of like round? Was it like a rounder house? Did it have a weird shape to it? And once you got inside the house, didn't it have an odd? So it's kind of. It was sort of like the Brady house. The Brady Bunch house, where you had the garage under, but it was basically a ranch. But there were like three steps up to get to the bedrooms, and you're exactly right. You'd come in the front door, and you'd go around it was living room, and then kitchen, and then kind of hallway, and it was this big circle. Yeah. that's where I did my eat my eggs um, video oh, there my too. God. That's that kitchen. Wow, I was in that kitchen. You were in that kitchen. Oh my god! If I had only known then, I mean, who would have known? Who would have known? Magic I mean, would have been created. In I know. There. Jesus, Christ. there was a lot of magic created in that house, including that video. Any regret? <laughs> the eggs video? No, right? You you have it there. I mean, you just you put yeah, stuff out there. Who cares? Okay, it's it's just a joke. Right. It's just a joke for my wife. Right. You, you, you <laughs> wouldn't even use it again in the video. I see? know. I saw it. It's funny, <laughs> but Both I know he does that out of love. Like he's making fun of me, but oh he yeah, oh I see yeah, me. So, I mean, he used my he used my face. Exactly, it's fine. No, I'm, that was great. Actually, I really like that video. That's very funny. That was very funny. Uh, he's, he's super good. He's the best. All the thing is, his videos are never like mean spirited. It's always fun. Yeah, exactly. He has a great like his videos. They're very are, funny. a. They're incredibly well produced. Yeah, we were talking about Warden of the North, uh, uh, and uh, he's a Kirk Minahan show. I don't say character. It's not true because he has his no, own but Twitter he does. Account. He just produces like of, yeah. awesome videos and stuff and audio. I wish he I mean, do great more. Song. I wish he would just do like anything. Anything he does is amazing. It is. Yeah, his music is good. His, his song parodies are, are incredible. They're really good. Really detailed. Well done. And they've gotten better over time because as he's like, because I know uh, he wasn't. I I don't. I think he maybe started doing production a lot after me. Like he hasn't been doing it that long. But so you you hear like the intricacies. The watching you. Ghostbusters super intricate um, where some of his first ones weren't as but you could like as his and those were good too but as his confidence has gotten better they're more and more intricate and cool he says he spends so much time doing these things I bet uh, I I just they're always great anything he does is always yeah like it's never bad it's always awesome it's always funny and 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 maybe maybe he's He's just got a good he's a brilliant guy maybe he's like oh I'm gonna like you know, he spaces him out because it does always leave you wanting for more. It's true. It's, I'm like, oh my God. And then even that, I'm always like, he is a good, he's really comedic in that way. He's, yeah. he's got a really good comedic mind. Really good sense of humor. He's yeah. very, 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 very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, I, yeah, huge fans. Um, and probably also shout out to Kathy, uh, just, uh, because he says, uh, you know, we don't talk about it. Which is you don't talk about him. I don't think you we, did. We, I, I brought, he was a whole segment of the show. We did the, uh, Michael Keaton versus Tom Hanks. There was um, that. Yeah. So, and I, of course, well, I brought him up now too. So, I think there is between my interaction with the fans, which is pleasant <laughs> and people really seem to enjoy me. I think with you, it's a bit more distant. Oh, you're a big star now. So it's, a little, it's, it's not little, distant at all. Well, it's little, oh, you're, you know, you're bigger. You're, you're, well, it is tough to, you know, interact with everybody who interacts with me. Well, you, you know, you have a big Twitter follow. You're a big star. Now. You know, <laughs> us, us regular folk, you know, <laughs> a good example is like Madawaski. You know, I'm out there drinking with the guys, hanging out, you know, you, I would have liked go to back do to that. your mansion 40 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just the difference between me and you. That's fine. I'm one of the people you're, you know, well, Bob, that's I w- fine. I would love to hang out more. You know that. That's not true. No, that is true. It's just I feel like I can't. You're too big. I mean, it's it's fine. not. No, it's not that. I also feel like I'm representing certain like parts of the shit. Like I can't. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't want to I mean, do something I don't, wrong. I'm, I'm I'm just a regular guy, so yeah, I really don't know. Is, I can imagine is, what you mean. I I I, I, I actually I really can't even do that. 
I just go out, you know, I live it up. I, I you know, I'm just, I'm just a regular guy. Yep. I know, I'm a lunchbox kind of guy. If I had a job, <laughs> I'm a regular kind of guy, you know? You are. You're very regular. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm really not. Unfortunately, my stomach's been going crazy. Oh, I think I go whatever problem you had. I think I have. Oh, God. Last month's been a disaster. Well, you've been eating like crap. Absolute crap. I, I got to get, I got to get on a better routine. Yeah. With my eating. It's, it's been a disaster. Yeah. That's your own fault. I, you I, I, I've been mad at myself. You had pizza the other day too. What are you thinking I about? You know. ate like shit when we're in Madawaska. You uh, were beat up. I thought you were going to shit all over my car. And then what do you do when you come uh, home? You eat pizza. So stupid. You eat pizza. So dumb. Why do I do these things? I don't know. It wasn't even, remember, it was a Panzanella's. I'll call them out. Oh, God, oh, call them out. That's dude, a shitty brutal. pizza now. They were good 20 years ago, and I don't know not, what the fuck happened to them. I think the them. pizza I had was 20 years old. Oh, it's It could have been. It's, it's not good. I can't eat, I can't eat pizza there anymore. It's I'm, too I'm, bad. I used to like their pizza. I got to get back on a better routine. With, when, I'm, when I have a – the pandemic was great for me. I was making meals. Yes. I was like – it's all like fresh stuff, and I was doing a much better job. I've completely gone 180. I'm eating all this – I don't eat fast food, luckily, but like whatever that next step up is. Well, except for the McRib. That was months ago. That was a year ago. Yeah, but you, year when ago, you dude. just say, I don't yeah, eat fast food. Yeah, but I don't. That was a, I no, don't. But I, when you do, you fucking go at it. Well, you I, had like, I had nine like McRibs. 16 yes. days in a row. But I haven't, I, but, uh, right, except for the McRib. I don't eat fast food. Okay. I, I really don't. I don't eat a lot of fast food. Um, but I, but I have been just not, I haven't, I've been like eating just a lot of like, yeah, pizza or yeah. like, and then we were away for that time. Right. Mike, I'm a mess. I am awful like i'm so sick yeah I'm, time to, i'm dying time, time to get back to your meat diet i gotta do something yeah it's time i, I gotta just go back to normal i was telling myself today, i'm like i really gotta you know, as i'm like you know painting the bowl brown <laughs> i gotta really kind of reevaluate you must and readjust be what I'm amazing doing. to live with just oh, just amazing you get great jokes uh. <laughs> 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 and it was amazing someone like married me <laughs> it's crazy i think and, about and that it's sometimes like, it's <laughs> Like, like it's a great woman too. Like I don't, I don't know what. Oh happened. yeah, no, she's know. she's great. Yeah, I don't I don't, know, I don't, I don't get know, it. No, you you don't. I don't know what happened. No, you you married up. And oh I don't, yeah, I don't oh understand. no, no one already. Yeah, I don't understand. Yes, how this happened. I don't either. I don't understand. I don't understand it. It's very bizarre. It is bizarre. Everyone at Saco is just you know, or any any you know, anytime <laughs> anybody meets Laura, they're like, what? She's great. <laughs> what? Why are you? What's happening? Yeah, I'm, it's proof. They, and you're old. And I'm old. They say, though, if you're funny, like, it is true, though. Like, if you have a sense of humor, you can you can get. Yeah, and I know she really values that. It's the only, only I mean, it's, it's yeah, it, it does. It is true, though. Yeah. If you're a young guy and you're, hey, just, just, just try to be, just funny. be funny. Just try to be funny. If you're funny, you, it works. Just, just try to be funny. I mean, Mel Brooks got Anne Bancroft. Well, it works. Yeah. It can work. It can work. Yeah. Well, you're a big star, so you got to go off and do big star things. But actually, we're not. I'm going to see you on Sunday. We got to do the, the other Patreon show. Yeah, it's time to yeah. do uh, Demolition Man. Well, yes, but our audience is going to hear that for a week. But uh, I'm just saying what, I, what we're doing. That's what we're doing, right? I know. All right. Uh, I think so. Anything yeah, else? So, yeah, so uh, we, had, we do have the free show, of course, Saturday. Uh, I'm actually really excited for this one. Uh, a Bronx Tale with Jeff Nadu. That is a good podcast. If you're a, if you're a fan of mafia stuff, definitely check it out. Um, it's, it's really interesting. We'll talk, I'm sure, more about it on uh, Saturday. Cool. See ya.